Peter Detoy, Assistant Editor of News at News24. Uh, Peter, what do you think about the interview? Do you think that it was a wise decision to say many of the things that Andre de Reta said? said? Uh, John, good afternoon. Absolutely, it was it was a wise thing to say. Someone needs to say it. The, the value of, of, of what Andre de Reta says uh, and said in that interview with Annika Larson. Uh, was that this has come from someone who has been working inside of the ANC and government ecosystem for three years at the very highest level. Now, normally when we see people uh, in the ANC's orbit who are uncomfortable with corruption and mismanagement and all the rest, um, uh, when they get uncomfortable and and, and when, when a crisis of conscience hits them, they normally just disappear into the background without saying in public exactly what was going on. But he didn't say in public exactly what was going on. He said certain ministers, certain senior people, I am speculating about a potential relationship between the Central Energy Fund and, and Moscow. So, I mean, there were certain things that he said, which he has been saying at media briefings done by ESCOM top management for a long time. But then he went into the realms of speculation. And that, I think, is unwise. But... Uh, we disagree on this, obviously. Look, look. It, it, I think it was born out of uh, out of intense frustration from the writer's part after having worked in that ecosystem for three years, uh, after having tried to uh, bump all of this up the chain of command via the Minister of Public Enterprises to the presidency, to cabinet, uh, to the police, to the Hawks, etc. I mean, he has opened cases with the Hawks and the police over the course of the last three years. Um, he has uh, contracted law firm Bowman's. Uh, the special investigating unit has been on site, but the, but the progress has been enormously slow. Um, so, so you, you know, we, we, we can disagree on 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 how he said it and, and should have been should it have been in that forum. The fact of the matter is that this was communicated by the group CEO of of one of the biggest parastatals to his line function minister um, to to advisors in the presidency about what was going on. Um, and it seems that nothing has happened in the wake of that. So 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 I have to say, given given our reporting on ESCOM over the last three years, given given News 24's exposure to the depth and the breadth of ESCOM, of corruption at ESCOM, um, you know, I can fully understand the enormous frustration that he has been faced with. Um, you know, it's, it's I'm not, than, Peter, I'm not, I'm not gainsaying it's, that it's, at it's, all. It's less than a year since uh, Judge Zondo issued his first recommendation. Now, the report uh, that Judge Zondo issued has completely disappeared. It's not even in part of the public discourse anymore. The ANC simply don't care. You know, I think, I think, John, to be honest, I think it's time um, that people who are in power, positions of power with access and influence and who know the system inside out needs to come forward and say exactly how it is. And I think that's what the director tried to do. Yeah, I, I still think that I would have I would have preferred it. I, I, I do understand his frustration. I mean, it's only, you know, it's um, 14 months. Is it 14 months? Now, how long is it since it appears that there was an attempt to poison him? Was that December this year or December? Uh, last year. Last, last year. Yeah, so, I mean, relatively, relatively close. And... Um, and he has been fingered as the problem rather than somebody who's trying to be part of the solution. And that will become worse now. And it's already started, started happening. And what's happened is he's opened up a possibility for even greater attacks on him. So you see, the problem was this 
right-wing white man. That was the problem. As Fakil Mbalula said, he was given a mandate. He didn't fulfill that mandate. And now that we've called him out for not fulfilling that mandate, he is putting these speculative fictions into yeah. the public arena. Yeah. So, you know, why doesn't he compile an affidavit, hand it over to the public protector's office, saying on this date I had this conversation with this person, this was said to me, these are the documents I handed over, these are copies of them. You know, maybe I'm asking for him to behave as a superhuman when he is like all of us human and subjected to greater frustrations and fears and worries than you and I will ever be subjected to. Look, John, good point. And and, 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 and I I agree with you. And and I hope that the writer will um, pursue this with a vigor I think that it deserves and with a vigor I think that South Africans want him to do this work. Um, I think Balula's comments as the Secretary General of the African National Congress, um, uh, you know, apart from being infantile, uh, it, it really does reveal a lot about what the ANC believes and what they think. Uh, this is the second, you know, this is the highest paid official in the African National Congress resorting to racist tropes uh, to try and discredit someone that he knows for a fact uh, tried his level best for three years to try and recover a company that was, uh, that was, that has been maimed and pretty much brought to the brink of collapse by the policies and the deployment policies of ANC, of his party, of a governing party. The, the, the reasons why we have load shedding stage six in Gauteng and stage five in Cape Town is because the ANC um, has made the ESCOM ground zero of corruption. It has uh, neglected to maintain power stations uh, over the course of many years um, and has used it to extract, its cadres have used it to extract resources. No, absolutely. We certainly wouldn't uh, argue with that. And, and the government has refused to accept the truth of that and the enormity of that. And they are, uh, particularly with an election 14, 15 months away, yes. they're thrashing around looking for scapegoats. And Andre de Reiter was always going to be a scapegoat. And now he is going to, well, they're going to attempt and, of course, people are not going to be fooled. Not a lot of people are going to be fooled. Not a lot of people are going to suddenly change their mind about um, what happened at ESCOM and go, oh, yeah, Fakile mm-hmm. Malula is saying that Andre mm-hmm. Dureta didn't fulfill his mandate. That's probably mm-hmm. true. Therefore, I'm going to continue to support the ANC. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, look, it's, 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 it's an immensely complicated uh, situation, and I think it's one that South Africans need to accept. It's not going to get better soon. In fact, I would argue it's going to be much worse uh, much sooner. Um, you know, we're not only going to see that, well, the writer has now departed, but, but the guy who was running the show, uh, Jan Uberos, the chief uh, operating officer, the engineer who, who knows every nook and cranny of every generating unit uh, of the 15 coal-fired power stations, is retiring in two months' time, and they're not going to replace it. So there's a vacuum at the top. There's, a, uh, there's instability in leadership. You've got a board uh, seemingly and allegedly uh, playing an, uh, uh, an interventionist role at the at the company, like the writer said in that interview. Um, so I think uh, we're in for a bumpy night ride the next couple of months and even the next couple of years. Peter Detoy, thank you very, very much indeed. Assistant Editor, News 24.